Texas football began spring practice and the Big 12 tournament all this week. And what songs define Texas basketball and Texas football? This is Off the Bench Podcast with Robert Larkin and Luke Hendry. Hello, listeners. It's a Wednesday night here in the state capital of Texas. It's raining outside, but it's lit here inside Studio 919 here in Austin, Texas. It's me and Luke Hendry with Off the Bench Podcast with Robert Larkin and Luke Hendry here bringing it to you live this afternoon. We're going to be talking some Texas football beginning of spring practices, and obviously some basketball. And we're going to have a little fun at the end of the show. But first, we're going to start off with some Texas basketball, or some Texas football, excuse me, and we're going to hear from Luke on how the beginning of practice has gone so far. Yeah, exactly. So Texas football uh, started this week on Monday and had their second practice actually today. And, you know, insiders uh, from SB Nation kind of have pointed out some of the top QBs, running backs, and wide receivers. But before we get to... Some of the incredible play um, that's been going on by some of the players here at Texas this first week. Um, Just some of the coaches uh, that we got to look at that are brand new, especially to the offensive side of the ball. You look at Coach Sterling Gilbert. This is his first time hands-on with the players here at the 40 Acres. Coach Charlie Williams coming in. Coach Anthony Johnson. So the offense is taking a completely different reshape with the new offensive coordinator, a new running back coach, and a new wide receiver coach. So all that comes into play this week, but we got to look at QBs. It's been a cradle's crutch for Texas the last two years under Charlie Strong. The QB position has to change, and thus far this week here um, in Austin, Monday and then today, it's it's been Tyrone Swoops, which for a lot of people might sound kind of um, disappointing, but at the same time, he's been really, really good with his reads. And he's been getting the ball out, unlike Gerard Hurd, who has been kind of decisive and has struggled holding on to that ball too long, like we saw last season. So as of right now, the senior Tyrone Swoops is the big man. I know we mentioned Tyrone Swoops, and every single Texas Longhorn fan just let out the biggest groan ever because (laughs) we have watched Tyrone Swoops on a football field for the past three years now, and little to no progress has really been made. He's had... uh, flashes of excellence, but there's also been those moments that make you question why he ever got a scholarship offer here at UT, and there's been some big misses that he's had, and I, it's hard to see Tyrone Swoops like performing well, but what happens is that sometimes you have a guy that just knows the system better than everyone and can make throws that other guys can't, and Sterling Gilbert's offense is different from what we've seen with Sean Watson. I mean, he emphasizes quick reads. And he emphasized a big arm because you need to you need someone who can work the ball down the field. And Tyron Swoops has can do both of those things. He's got no one has a leg up on anyone on the playbook. I mean, he has an opportunity to show what he's uh, capable of. But Tyron Swoops really needs to like he needs to hone in on what he can do for this Texas offense. I mean, we saw it with Trevon Boykin at TCU. Simply one one coach or a new system can change the entire mentality of a team or a quarterback. And Trevon Boykin obviously went to have a Heisman-like season the year Doug Meacham in, uh, came in and started coaching him up at TCU. So, I mean, there's really – it's hard to pinpoint who's going to start. There's only been two practices. But Tyron Swoops is – I mean, I know we're all very anxious about him walking out and starting against Notre Dame. But if he's the guy who can – Master the offense the best, and he's the only guy that has the capable arm to make this offense work. I mean, that's just what you got to roll with. You don't have another guy coming in here soon that's 
probably ready. I think the, the big thing for Tyrone is just the, the pressure of the game. Obviously, he's done extremely well in practices, or he wouldn't be. Charlie Strong is smart enough not to put him in that situation year in and year out. But he's got to take what he can do in practice where he's very, very comfortable and take that to the field. But as for the running backs, they did an incredible job as well these first opening two days. But the big boys were Dante Foreman and Chris Warren. Chris Warren, 6'2", 255, sophomore. The guy is going to be awesome next year. Yeah, I believe he's going to be the Big 12 breakout player of the year next year. Uh, Not necessarily an award, but I think the guy is going to have one of those special seasons we haven't seen from UT running back in a very, very long time. He's got all the intangibles. He's got the right mind for the position. He's got the right mentality when he's running through holes, but also... God, that body is impressive. 6'2", 255 when he rolled into camp. And by all accounts, it's not bad weight. It's all It's been mostly good weight for Chris Warren. He still looks fast. He still looks like a player. So, I mean, you can't – I mean, Deontay Foreman's a great running back, but I'm very excited about Chris Warren. And that tandem could be one of the best in the Big 12. I, I have no doubts about that. I don't think anyone should be worried about the running back position for the Texas Longhorns. Yeah, Coach Strong even said uh, earlier today, he said, referring to Chris Warren, he said, you look at him and he's just so big and wide. It's not fat there. He can carry it, but we're going to see now. And with what we're doing, he may shed a pound or two, but he's just gotten so much stronger. That only means he's going to reap benefits, especially for the offensive side of the ball, especially under Sterling Gilbert's offense, where it's either short passes or a lot of running play, something to kind of limit the complexity of what Texas has done on that side of the ball. And then the wide receivers. There was no doubt in the in, in the coaches, in the fans' mind, that John Burt, uh, sophomore, did extremely, extremely well. And then Lorenzo Joe. But the standout was Colin Johnson, the, the freshman who we're bringing in for next year, who's uh, out of California, a 6'6 wide receiver, Colin Johnson. He's got good genes. His brother, obviously, is Kirk, who plays on the football team as well. But from all accounts... By looking at practice reports and looking at video, Colin Johnson may be the next big wide receiver here at the University of Texas. He reminds me a lot of Lima Swede, a guy people loved, but maybe a little more productive than Lima Swede. He's got some capabilities and some athleticism that, dare I mention, Roy Williams, a guy that not a lot of people remember, but if you do, probably one of the best wide receivers to ever set foot on the 40 acres. I really am a big believer in Colin Johnson. He's got something that a lot of guys don't have, and that's speed and size. And I think he's going to be one of the elite playmakers as a freshman on this Longhorn football team. And, uh, you know, I think for him is it's, it's going to be an extremely important spring season because he's one of those guys who can come in his first year, like John Burke did last season, and start in that opener against Notre Dame. College basketball is still in the heat of the moment. We just are now entering postseason play, and Texas heads to Kansas City for the start of the Phillips 66 Big 12 tournament. Now, Big 12 has been one of the most competitive conferences in basketball all season long. Six of the ten teams are projected to make it to the NCAA tournament, and all six of those were ranked inside the AP poll top 25 to finish the regular season. What does this Big 12 tournament mean, and who exactly is the standout? I'm not a big postseason tournament guy because I think when it comes to a resume, most everything has been done for most of the teams here at Big 12 and across the country. But what I think you can see is that sometimes there's teams that can heat up right now, people to start getting it going. 
Like we saw, I mean, the best example of this is when uh, Kimball Walker led UConn mm-hmm. to a Big yep. East title back in the day, and then they go on to win the national championship. So right now you can start to see guys heating up, and you can start to see them make big plays, and I think that's going to be interesting. I mean, this is must-see basketball. you got six of the top 25 teams all playing in one tournament. It's like watching an NCAA tournament occur in a conference season. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I'm ex- excited to watch as much as anyone else. I think Texas has a lot to, lot to handle in this tournament, but it's going to be must-see basketball league. It's going to be incredible to watch. Yeah, the Big 12 tournament will only be a taste of what this March will bring. Clearly, there's not a dominating team in college basketball right now, and March in the NCAA tournament is only going to be exciting. Texas will actually play tomorrow at 11.30 against Baylor, so you can catch that game on ESPN2. So now we're going to take a little shift, and we're going to move to, to something fun and new here at Off the Bench, and it's we're going to mix music and sports and you know that may be an interesting combination but there's there's no way we can't ignore the fact that both of these programs football and basketball have had some interesting seasons so what we've done is we've compiled uh two different songs that could possibly uh relate to the season so i ask you robert what is your song that would define texas basketball this season i love texas basketball and my heart has been up and down the season as Everything there's been some very high highs and some very low lows, especially in the last month with some blowout losses, but also some huge wins. So take a listen right now, and I hope you agree with this song by Mumford and Sons. I don't even know if I believe. I don't even know if I believe. I don't even know if I believe. Everything you're trying to say to me. I know, I know, it's a, I know, it's a strange pick. But honestly, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a smart it, thing. No, I mean, it's exactly what every, it's exactly what every fan. Everyone is just wants to believe that we're, I mean, that the Longhorns are going to make it to the sweet, to the final four, even. Like, it's I mean, been up and down all season long. I but mean, like at, at the no same time, at the same time, I don't even. Do we know if we believe in this team? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see and see and watch this team. Shaka, maybe. And shock. I mean, Shaka sure as hell should believe. Yeah, you got to believe. Like, Luke, I understand. The Bernie boy has transitioned, and he's got some some good music to describe the Longhorn football program right now. I've done my best, but we all know what this season means for Charlie Strong. It's something that's either going to extend his career here at the 40 Acres, or it will be goodbye to Chuck, and we're going to be bringing in a new head coach if, if the team does not perform this year. This spring is crucial. Next season is crucial, game by game. The alumni, the fans, the Board of Regents, and the athletic department are putting something on this team. So check it out, a song by Queen. It's up. They're under pressure. They're under pressure. There's nothing to say. I mean, honestly, it's 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 do or don't do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I I believe the pressure on Charlie Strong's shoulders is immense, and a guy like me can't put it into words, but a solid band like Queen can perfectly epitomize the season coming up for the Texas. Another seven and five, and you. I mean, the the pressure on him is unreal in a Big Twelve conference. Football is nowhere easy, and I'm. I mean. 
needless to say, it's not the SEC or anything like that, but Big 12 football is good. So a 7-5 to five season next year, and they're under some pressure. Uh, so for our last minute or so, minute and a half, we're going to go through some rapid-fire questions and just some really quick answers. I mean, a little short explanation maybe, but nothing too big, nothing too long. So, uh, Luke, I'll start with you. Tyron Swoops starts at quarterback, yes or no? I think he does. Does he finish the season as the starting quarterback? I don't know. Uh, but I think that first game against Notre Dame, he will be the starter. My next question is, Kansas wins Big 12 tournament, or does a team like Texas, Oklahoma, or West Virginia kind of sneak up and take that title? Kansas is, is Big 12 basketball. Is Big 12 basketball. I think they take it home in the friendly environment of Kansas City. Uh, Luke, rough, rough topic here. Texas baseball, do they make the NCAA tournament? After, you know, to be real honest, after that series against Cal, they did not look good. This last weekend showed some real disappointments on that side of the that side of the sport, especially from the mound. I, I could have couldn't believe that we couldn't pick up one game against Cal. Needless to say, they are an extremely, extremely talented team. But I mean, you can't go 0-4 against a top eleventh ranked team and, and expect to do really, really well. So they're going to have to make some adjustments, but I don't think they're making it. Mm. And then lastly, with the Masters in sight, we got to talk some golf. Does Bubba Watson win his third green jacket, or will our Texas ex Jordan Speed defend his title? Um, you're the golf aficionado here, so <laughs> I, I like to you chime in on this at some point. But Jordan Speed, I love you, but you're not heating up the same way you did last year, and I, I mean, I want him to win, but I don't see. I think I don't know if Bubba Watson's going to win, but it's certainly not going to. Yeah, be the field speed. is always good every year. So with that, from Off the Bench Podcast, we thank you. We'll be in Gulf Shores next week for spring break, so be sure to check out Podcast Seven. But until then, have a great week.